This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Let us speak on the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Love Friday. Thank you very much. You got Harry Douglas over there. Freddie Coleman over here. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Normally lets you get a chance to know what's going on in our lives. But you know what? In the last 30 minutes, we're just going to get right to it. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. It has been a rough last five days for the Cincinnati Bengals. They lose on Sunday in an upset way to the Houston Texans on a game-ending field goal 30-27. to And, Harry, that may turn out to be the best thing for the week for the Cincinnati Bengals. We found out not even 30, 35 minutes ago that Joe Burrow, their outstanding quarterback, out for the season with a wrist injury. It led Zach Taylor, Bengals head coach, to say this about the future and the present with Joe Burrow not being in both of those entities? Uh, The biggest news will be with with Joe Burrow. You know, he had an acute injury yesterday, um, likely on the play before before his last one, um, where he tore a ligament in his wrist that will likely require surgery and require him to be out for the rest of the season. So we're still gathering more information on that, but that that seems to be where it's headed right now. So that's the news. And, and, uh, you know, just talking to guys on the team, uh, excited to rally around Jake. And we've got a lot of great players on this team. And so... Um, excited to see this team really band together for these last seven weeks and, and find a way, you know. And so uh, we're excited for that opportunity, but obviously disappointed for Joe. The Jake that Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach, is talking about is Jake Browning, who got playing time last night when Joe Burrow suffered that injury in the first half and they lost to the Baltimore Ravens. All right, Harry Douglas, the floor is yours. You played in the NFL for 10 years. You know what injuries can do to a team, but especially an injury like that to a guy like that that gives Cincinnati everything they need when it comes to being a team, and having that swagger to being that kind of team. Stick a fork in them. They're done. They're done for the season, Freddie. And and I say that because this is a team that was playing behind the eight ball the entire season, starting one and three within their first four games. But you look at the last two, and I think what really did it, put them on the the edge and had them holding on by a shoestring, was that Houston loss a week ago. And then you come on Thursday night football, not only do you lose that game versus the Baltimore Ravens, in which you probably had a a slight chance to make the playoffs, but you believe in Joe Burrow so doggone much Mm -hmm. that it can possibly happen. If it was going to happen for anyone or any team, it could be Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. But he goes down. And I look at their schedule and who they have next. They got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, Pittsburgh is probably smiling ear to ear, not because people are hurt. Absolutely. It's because who they, like what they're able to do, probably able to do now moving forward. And then they got the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Indianapolis Colts, who a lot of people thought wouldn't be playing the way they're playing right now, especially with a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew. Then they have the Minnesota Vikings, and we see what Joshua Dobbs is doing in the National Football League. Pittsburgh again, Cincinnati, and I mean, excuse me, Pittsburgh again, Kansas City, and then they finish with the Cleveland Browns. They are done. Their season for them, in my opinion, is over. And it's different for me than the Cleveland Browns, right? Mm-hmm. Two teams in the same division lose their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's different is because the Cleveland Browns have the number one defense in the entire NFL and the horrible offenses that they still have to play right. in five of those games that they got left to end their season. By the way, you can weigh in on this and be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Let us know your thoughts about Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, Joe Daddy Cool, 
out for the year, suffered a wrist injury in the loss last night to the Baltimore Ravens. Hit us up at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We both believe that they are done, meaning the Cincinnati Bengals. What say you at 888-729-3776? Freddie and Harry presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. I'm going to use the word soul in two different cases here. Number one, we always have heard the adage, the eyes are the windows of the soul. Looking at Joe Burrow's eyes last night when he was on the sidelines, even he knew that was going to be it. He Guys are coming out, it's going to be okay. And he was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, Because players know their body. That's players right. understand their body. Professional athletes, they know their body. The minute that he threw that touchdown pass to Joe Mixon, and then he goes to the sidelines and tries to throw the football again. Then he goes into the locker room, comes out of the locker room. A lot of guys would have stayed in the locker room. He came back out there to be there for his team. But each and everybody that walked up to him, I looked into the windows of the soul known as the eyes of Joe Burrow, and even he knew that's going to be it for our football team. That's number one. Number two, it is hard to replace a soul like that in any position, but especially a guy whose soul means so much to that football team. We saw the minute that he looked a lot healthier, and they put it on the San Francisco 49ers, everybody was running their mouth. Man, we're back. We're the Bengals. You should be afraid of us. Even the water boy was trash-talking other water boys and other football teams when it came to the Cincinnati Bengals. When you lose your soul, if you can replace the person, you can't replace that soul. That's going to be the most difficult thing for the Cincinnati Bengals, and that is something that Jake Browning, who has ability, who has talent, we saw that at Washington, but stepping into that soul, that is not anything that I would wish on anybody in the NFL. Freddie, you're you're 1,000% right, and you talk about the water boy talking smack. Well, I would take it as far as to say the parking attendant outside (laughs) as they're telling you, no, you can't park there, baby. We're going to tow you. We got Joe Burrow, though. Everybody thought the Cincinnati Bengals were were back, including me. 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 But then you have something of this magnitude that occurred last night on Thursday Night Football in front of everyone watching and the anticipation that everyone had mm-hmm. before this football game even started. And and, I, and I'm here to say, man, listen, I, I like the Cincinnati Bengals as a football team, but when you have somebody who doesn't care who's on the opposing team sideline, no matter if it's Patrick Mahomes, no matter if it's Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. don't matter who it is on that opposite sideline, when it was Tom Brady, don't care if it was Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't replace that. This is the same quarterback that got sacked. I was there witnessing it right on the, on, the, on the sidelines, Freddie. Got sacked nine times in a playoff game and never showed any body language, bad body language. Right. He kept the same cool, calm, and collected demeanor. That guy is no longer there. And a person of that caliber that means something to your football team from his play on the football field, but also from a mental standpoint of things, that cannot be replaced by – any stretch of imagination. Not going to be the prisoner of a moment, but how many times have we seen a guy like that and you say he means as much to his team as anybody? You can clearly make that case for Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. That's not trying to say that. And it's he, not even a question either. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's not even a question. Yeah, I know Chiefs fans say hey, if we lose Patrick Mahomes, there have been a couple of games you lost Patrick Mahomes, you got a guy in Andy Reid that can manage it. It would stink. It, it, it's that same effect to me with Joe Burrow not being there for the rest of the year because he made that organization matter. People Mm -hmm. told him, man, you don't want to play for that team. Man, just don't get injured. Just get out of there after four to five years and find somewhere. And he said, nope, 
That's the team I rooted for growing up. That's the team as a boy living in the state of Ohio that I wanted to play for. Watch me work when I get there. And even as he tore his ACL, his rookie year, he comes back the next year, and back-to-back years, they go to AFC Championship game. It's one thing to be a great player. It's another thing to make a, 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 or an organization that people looked at and said, no, those bungles, those poor bingles, he made them matter. He made them relevant. All of a sudden, you can use the word cursed next to the Cincinnati Bengals because he was the ultimate curse breaker, and he mm-hmm. did in a short amount of time when it comes to what Joe Burrow has been on the football field and off the field to the Cincinnati Bengals. And, Freddie, I will say this. We look at Joe Burrow and this being his fourth year in the National Football League, mm-hmm. and I know because his play is so excelente. See, I've been working on my Spanish. His play is so excelente, well <laughs> right, that we kind of look over those injuries that he has endured so far in his career. Absolutely, this is yeah. a, This is another one. So when you look at that piece of it and say, man, Joe Burrow has really – been banged up within his first four years in the National Football League, that is a thing. That is something that I I feel like can no longer be ignored. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Your thoughts on the Cincinnati Bengals and their prospects without Joe Burrow. Out for the year with a torn ligament in his throwing wrist, his right wrist. Let us know right now. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Kelly in Illinois, what do you have to say about the Bengals? Done or not done without Joe, Joe Burrow for the rest of the year? favorite two people at one at two o'clock p.m. I love you guys. Okay, this is what I tell my friends. Well, hold on, Kelly. Go home. Hold on, on, Kelly. Thank you. We love you too, Kelly. Kelly. And I got to hear you yesterday on Unsportsmanlike. I'm like, I get to hear him. I love you guys. Okay, this is what I tell my friends. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. They're pretty much done. Kelly got right to it. Yeah, pretty much done. I like the love factor that she had for us on Love Friday, sharing yeah. that love for you in the morning on Unsportsmanlike. And I'll show love you. Friday. That's right. We have plenty of love from Kelly. We got much love back from Kelly. But who says she's lying? Because I can't imagine, Harry, if I'm a player in that locker room, if I'm anybody in the organization. I'm looking at Jake Browning and said, we'll rally around you, but you ain't him. Jake, we well, know you, you can you play, know what? but – you ain't him. Freddie, I'm going to speak from a wide receiver standpoint, right? All right. When, when I know a guy like Jamar Chase, who's close as hell with Joe Burrow, played with him at LSU. That's true. And everything that he's been able to accomplish, not saying Joe Burrow made him because he does have amazing talents, mm-hmm. uh, upper echelon talents in the National Football League. But you're talking about a guy that had the ability to get him the football when he needed it, get him the football when it was open. Even when people probably didn't think he was open, Joe Burrow still gave him an opportunity and he mm. made plays. Right. That, 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 that's a huge thing for a franchise wide receiver, a number one guy, a guy that wants to put up numbers, a guy that wants an opportunity to help his team any way possible. Those that's things, huge. Yeah, that's massive, especially not just with Jamar Chase, but anybody else having that confidence. That's not going to be there. That's a massive, massive hole with this football team. Jad in South Dakota, what do you guys say about the Bengals losing Joe Burrow, their quarterback, for the rest of the year? Well, I think you guys are absolutely right. The Bengals were already fighting for the playoffs. I mean, the way it was, it, you take away their best player and you think you're going to have a chance. It's different when you're like the Chiefs. You have Patrick Mahomes, you have Andy Reid, you have a really reliable backup in Chad. And you can come in and manage the game. Jake Browning, you think he's going to come manage the game? I mean, I, I don't think he can deliver to those receivers uh, one-fifth of what Joe Burrow can. So, no, there, there's no way. Yeah, we're heading into a dark cave with the Cincinnati Bengals. 
and I guess we're used to this dark cave because I don't want to say they're the most cursed franchise in pro sports. As a Jets fan, I have no reason to throw stones at somebody else's franchise about being cursed. But it seems that there's something about the Ohio football teams lately. It seems that any time they get to take that step up, somebody mushes them back. Cincinnati Bengals coming into the season. Many people believe that anybody could challenge Kansas City. If anybody could keep Kansas City from getting to a Super Bowl out of the AFC, it was going to be a team that had already done it and yep. still had, had a, a chance and stood a great chance to do it again. You look at the Cleveland Browns. It seems that any time the Cleveland Browns get themselves on that good ship lollipop, somebody takes a lollipop and they throw it right into the garbage. They sold their soul to, for Deshaun Watson, thinking we need a quarterback that people believe in, no matter what kind of baggage he's bringing to this football team. And he finally started to look a little bit right with that defense. And then all of a sudden, mm, 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 wow, he's out for the season and he's going to be on the shelf with a shoulder injury. I don't know who's more cursed in the state of Ohio, but the Browns and the Bengals, they are up there in terms of being the most cursed or the most cursed franchises that's going on in professional sports. And I'll tell you what the sad part about it, when you look at the playoff standings right now, Cincinnati's currently there, they're in 10th, right? Mm -hmm. We know the top seven teams make the playoffs, but I will say this, you look at Cleveland, the Baltimore Ravens, one of those teams are going to win a division if Pittsburgh does it right. Right. But at the same time, you look at Pittsburgh, who's 2-0 in the, in the division. You look at the Houston Texans, who's seventh in that spot right now. Well, guess what? They beat the Cincinnati Bengals. They still got to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's leading their division. They still got to play Kansas City, who's leading their division. Mm -hmm. It's just so much to it. And then they play the Indianapolis Colts, yeah. Colts, who are eighth right now, two spots ahead of them in the playoff world. So it, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be an uphill battle for Cincinnati. But Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. In case you did not hear the news, Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, out for the rest of the year, torn ligaments in his right wrist. We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call line. The worst thing about this to me, and you and I are both music heads, Joe Burrow's like that song. When you hear it, oh, that's my jam. That's it. That, it'll, make you, it'll make you damn the ready to blow up. And it's like somebody took that song and said, you can never hear that song again. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, it went from that's my jam to I can't hear that song anymore. <laughs> that's what Joe Burrow has been to that Bengals organization and that Bengals fan base. People thought he was going to be something. They didn't realize he's going to be that kind of something. That's why just listen very closely. Harry, the sound you hear are plenty of Bengals fans going, really? The, the football guys take, they took out our rival, their quarterback. We oh. thought you would leave us alone. Two quarterbacks in that state that their teams were counting on and believed in within the space of 48 hours out for the season in the National Football League. Well, the entire Bengals fan base, the players, the coaches, if they don't understand it now, but you know how you know you have guys that work out with a weighted vest on it at times? Absolutely. Well, they got that weighted vest on, and they decided they were 25 pounds too. They decided they want to go swimming in the ocean. <laughs> they, trying to, they trying to find a way for it. They're trying to find a way with that way to vest on. And we're not making fun of Bengals fans or the Bengals no, organization. But they might be going to the bottom. Uh, yeah, not might be. Nothing against Jake Browning, although if Zach Young is a Zach Taylor, excuse me, the coach, can get that team to rally around him, it's gonna say a lot about him as a head coach, trying to replace somebody and something like that. Carmine in the city of Cleveland. Carmine, I know you're not a Bengals fan, but what do you got to say about the Bengals losing their quarterback like your team lost their quarterback not long ago this week? 
Good afternoon, gentlemen. Well, I got to tell you, being a diehard Browns fan, and you, you were talking about cursed fan bases, none more so than the Jets, Browns, Bengals. I hate to see Burrow go down, but stick a fork in the Bengals. They're friggin' done. That's it. End of story. Nothing else to discuss. But I did have the Bengals and Eagles going to the Super Bowl. I hate to see Burrow go down, but stick a fork in the Bengals. They're done. That's yeah. Wow. Rivalries. Don't die easily. Hey, Carl, He's like, I hate that Joe Burrow's injured, but you know what? If my team may be done, then your team should be done. But, Freddie, it's the fact that he started saying it so calm, and then when he got to his part, stick a fork in him. They're done. You know, he is. He was like a hitman that it befriends you, <laughs> everything like that. Yes. And the next thing you know, you guys in a dark alley. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Well, I don't know what I'll be doing, but I know what you won't be doing, living. That's what he did. That's what Carmine <laughs> in Cleveland, he just put it on him. Then he pulled out the silencer and put it on the Bengals fans as a Browns fan. Chad in Delaware, my friend, what do you guys say about Joe Burrow being done for the season, the Cincinnati Bengals? Hey, how you doing, Freddie? How you doing, Harry? We're good, my Beautiful man. Beautiful day to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. A beautiful day. Because not only is Brown's quarterback out, Joe Burrow's now out. Mark Andrews is out. I feel like there's the season's parting for us, and we are going to be in a beautiful position come playoff time to capitalize on this season we've been having. And how you feel Chat, about the season? How you feel about the season? Chat, you have... An excellent point. And that's the first thing. That's one of the things I brought up in our production meeting when we had it before the show is that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to benefit from this in a massive way. Right. And who do they play the next two games? Well, they play the Cleveland Browns this weekend Mm -hmm. and they play the Cincinnati Bengals next week. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that a lot of people didn't think was going to make the playoffs. I'll tell you, I had questions because of their offensive. Sure. Uh, Unability to be able to be decent. And you're being kind, by the way. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Being outgained in every game, but still six and three. But this now opens the door for them even more. And they're not going to be apologetic about it. They're going to do what they're going to worry about their football team and what's in front of them and what they could possibly uh, gain by all of this transpiring and going down. It's like the football gods allowed the Pittsburgh Steelers to timeline the whole division within three days. (laughs) <laughs> what happened with the Cleveland yep. Browns and Deshaun Watson, what happened to the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. And we can't forget about that. Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in football, not named George Kittle, not named Travis Kelsey, out for the regular season with an ankle injury he suffered in that game last night against the Cincinnati Bengals. They've been able to tomlin their way to 6-3, and three, being outgained in every game this year, despite being 6-3. and three. And then the football Pittsburgh guys just tomlin the whole division over a 48-hour period to help out the Pittsburgh Steelers that have the chance to keep Cincinnati at bay, keep Cleveland at bay, and maybe gain a little bit on the Baltimore Ravens. Nilo in Chicago has something to say about this. Nilo, my friend, what you have? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So we're a Bengals family. This is devastating. Um, one thing I want to say is that some some players are weak in the sense of like just weak protoplasm, injury prone, but it is criminal that he is sacked so many times every year and we can't expect it's not going to add up and take a toll. When he tore his ACL in his rookie year, I said this is absolutely criminal, his offensive line. They've invested in it. And now you have to look. They've made draft they've, they've got Orlando Brown Jr. supposed to be a good left tackle they've invested in it he's still getting sacked though we at some point at this point you have to look at their offensive line coach Frank Pollock he needs to go well, that's a great point I'm not saying the offensive line coach I'm not advocating somebody losing their job but Harry Danilo's point how many and Joe Burrow gets rid of the ball as quick as anybody in the National Football League and he's still getting hit and the backup for point even when Jake Browning got in a football game there was one play where Jamar Chase has a step on his guy down the left sideline, but Jake Browning couldn't hold the ball anymore because the minute that he released the ball, they released the cracking upside his head. So to her point, at a certain point, you got you know you got a franchise guy. You can't just say he's going to make everything all right no matter who is not around him. You don't want Joe Burrow to be your version of what happened with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers got sick of that nonsense. Oh, I got to do this with this? Come on now. You do not want that for a guy that is totally investing in your team when it comes to Cincinnati, your quarterback, Joe Burrow. And, and here's the sad p- part about it, though, Freddie, is because it's not like the front office has not tried to address the issue. Absolutely. It's just that offensive line at times have not played great still with the money and the players that they've invested in. So, like Nilo, Nilo just, just mentioned, they might have to take a look at the offensive line coach and figure out why things aren't registering, why things mm-hmm. uh, aren't getting home to that offensive line, and why the production isn't massive, and, and why that unit can't be a top five one in the National Football League because they damn sure getting paid like one. Yeah. By the way, Nilo, great name. I don't know what that's so short is. for or what a nickname, but Nilo, fantastic. Fantastic name. Thanks for the call from Chicago. Keep weighing in. We want to get your thoughts. Cincinnati, they don't have their quarterback for the rest of the season. We found out that Joe Burrow, their quarterback, out for the rest of the regular season with torn ligaments in his wrist. Let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And who is the most cursed franchise in pro sports? It could be in football, basketball, baseball, wherever. Who is the most cursed franchise in sports? And are the Cincinnati Bengals in that room? 888-729-3776. It's the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry with Harry Dulles and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Love Friday. Hey, it's Michelle Smallman. Coming up Monday, it's a Super Bowl rematch on Monday Night Football. I'll tell you who needs to win more, the Eagles or the Chiefs. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU.
the Freddie and Harry podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Noise tell your smart speaker. They'll play ESPN Radio. Plenty of Bengals fans may not know this song, but they're singing this song right about now after we found the information about an hour ago. Joe Burrow, their quarterback, out for the year with a torn ligament in his right wrist. We know you got plenty to say about this on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And also, are the Bengals the most cursed franchise in pro sports? 888-729-3776. But, Harry, we got a list of the injuries that Joe Burrow has suffered since he got to the NFL in 2020. This could be a career for most people, and this is only over a three-year period. Yeah, Freddie, the list is very, very long. You talk about November 2020, a left knee, ACL, MCL, PCL, and a meniscus tear, grade three. December 2021, uh, right finger dislocation. January 22, a right knee strain, a grade one. August of 2022, you had an appendix rupture. And then uh, February in 2022, a right knee MCL sprain, a grade two. We know this year in July 23, he had the calf strain on his right leg. And then the most recent one, the torn ligament in his wrist in November 2023. So Joe Burrow hasn't even played a full four years in the National Football League. And the list of injuries are piling up. By the year. Yeah, seven injuries. The one was off the field. Uh, you ruptured your appendix. That didn't happen on the football field in August of 2022. But seven different injuries since he's been in the NFL, not even the total of three seasons, and two serious ones. The first one, the total knee injury that happened on his left knee, and then the torn ligament in his wrist that happened last night in a game against the Baltimore Ravens. And I go back to what Neil in Chicago says, saying being part of a Bengals family, you can't keep failing Joe Burrow and think he's going to survive and that he's going to help you pass that test each and every time. If you don't do a better job of making sure you're protecting with a better offensive line, he can overcome it. But why potentially shorten his career if you can't protect Joe Burrow and be better on the offensive line? Bengals will try, like you mentioned, in free agency in the draft, but still somehow, some way, that guy always seems to be getting hit. And I think that's the most important thing. Like, we know, we've seen, we've witnessed Joe Burrow overcome Number one, a lot all of these injuries, but number two, mm-hmm. the pounding he's taking from the opponent that he's playing, right? But at the same time, we know Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback. We know that the Super Bowl window is always open right. as long as he's your quarterback. Even he came out and said that. But is it going to be open if he's not available to you? That's a great, great point. And at that point, if he's not available, then no, that Super Bowl window, that thing is completely closed. Phil in South Carolina, the Palmetto State, what do you guys say about the Bengals not going to have their quarterback, Joe Burrow, for the rest of the year due to torn ligaments in his right wrist? I would say, uh, anybody else worried that this is that Carson Palmer all over again? Keep going, yeah. Expand upon that. Carson Palmer, like, Uh, ruined the Bengals for, like, two, two decades? Yeah, you know what? I hate to use the, the term history, but remember, when Carson Palmer was doing his thing, they were starting to raise him a little bit, Harry. Then he has that torn ACL where he got tackled low by the Pittsburgh Steelers in that playoff game, and the Bengals just seemed to never, ever recover from that. Carson Palmer was still a terrific quarterback, but he was ascending to being an yep. elite guy in the National Football League, and it took a long, long time. When you think about it, it took that organization that long to recover from that until they got Joe Burrow and they felt they had a guy 
that could carry a team and could carry an organization and could carry a city. Was that 2006? First playoff game, yeah. Wild card that playoff was 2006, game. Yep. At home in Cincinnati. I remember watching that game and the first yep. play, throws a completion, and then everybody's eyes turned to where the play happened, and he was on the ground holding his right knee. I remember that like it happened yesterday. I'm not even a Bengals fan. I remember that. Mike in Tennessee, my friend, you got to say about another injury affecting NFL team. This one, Joe Burrow involving the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, sir. Love the show. Thanks for keeping us truck drivers entertained Appreciate during the day. You. Appreciate you, Mike. Thank uh, you. My thing, of course, they're done. Cleveland's done, and hopefully after next Saturday, Ohio State's done. But my uh, concern is the rash of injuries, if you look at this year, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields has missed times, uh, Matthew Stafford's missed time, uh, and the NFL is doing everything they can on the field to try to protect these quarterbacks. Uh, but yet we still continue to see this this uh, influx and increase in injuries. Uh, I believe uh, that you know they lengthen the season. I think they need to get rid of all together the preseason, work in another bye during the season if they're going to continue these uh, ridiculous Thursday night games. Uh, there's no sense in these guys playing on four days rest. Yeah, that, that's always been a thing that a lot of players were upset about, mm-hmm. and that's playing those Thursday night games and that quick turnaround because, Freddie, it's, it's humanly impossible, and, and I say it's humanly impossible for your body to have recovered from a Sunday game mm-hmm. and then play a Thursday game being 100% healthy. It, it, it's, it's not even logical in my opinion yeah. because when you play a football game on Sunday – you're, when you come back for Wednesday practice, like your body is still aching from the soreness and the hits that you even gave to an opponent or you received from an opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're and you're just getting by. You're getting through it, right. and you learn to process it and you learn to deal with it, and it becomes a norm for you. Right. But at the same time, I think the NFL they need to take a closer look at. You know what? Do we need these Thursday night get Thursday night games? But at the same time. Mm-hmm. Money talks. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say because you raised a great point and Mike and Tennessee got it started. The NFL owners can't hear you. Can't hear you. They got too many billions of dollars plugging their ears. Yep. <laughs> they can't, they, you can say all the things that you and Mike said are correct. And I've been a proponent of what you two gentlemen have said. But living here, not on planet Freddy, but on planet Earth, they got too much billions and billions of dollars plugging their ears to hear what fans and players are saying about the safety of the league, the safety of their pocketbooks means a lot more than the safety of players in the National Football League. It's been there in the past, it's here in the present, and it's not going to stop in the future. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Can't wait to continue to hear from you at 888-729-3776. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, out for the year with a torn ligament in his wrist. We both believe that's eat for the Bengals in 2023. They got to look towards 2024. Nathan in North Carolina, my friend, what do you have to say? Guys, first time caller, long time listener, love your show. Thank you, brother. Um, I wanted to just echo what you were saying about Joe Burrow and his injury history. We he's been hurt a lot, and now he's out again. Everybody, media, everybody's been pounding Lamar Jackson about not being able to stay healthy and get the Baltimore Ravens where they want to go. But with Joe, he's got a similar history, and he's staying, he's hurt all the time as well. Now, he did get him to the Super Bowl the one year. He was able to stay healthy. 
but he can't. He starts the season unhealthy, they lose games. Now he's unhealthy at the end of the year, and they can't, you know, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. It's time to make sure they understand it. So, you know, people need to say, hey, he is no better than Lamar Jackson in terms of being able to be healthy and keep his team in the competition. Well, you, you have an argument when it comes to the injury part of things, but mm-hmm. I think what has been able to cover Joe Burrow up when in those regards, and Freddie, I touched on it a few, a few minutes ago, is that the simple fact that his ability to be able to get this franchise who was down in the dumps yeah. to a Super Bowl, two mm-hmm. back-to-back AFC championship appearances. Yeah. So when things like that start to transpire and you have a guy being injured frequently, mm-hmm. it kind of b- blocks uh, in a lot of people's mind the injuries that are occurring. That's why I said, yeah. that's why, that's one, one of the reasons why I mentioned it is that I, I don't think this can be ignored anymore because it's just entirely too many injuries piling up for Joe Burrow at this moment in less than four years in the National Football League. Let's school everybody on this. And Harry, I wonder if you're going to back me up on this. You played 10 years in the National Football League for the Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans. The NFL is too fast and too strong and too big for its own good. How many times have we heard from people, Lamar Jackson, you're going to get injured playing that way. Joe Burrow is not like Lamar Jackson, and he has suffered more injuries. How many times you and I have heard, man, the safest place for the quarterback is in the pocket. It depends on who is around you as security that can make sure you are that safe. So Is Miles Garrett coming? Well, put it this way. At a certain point, people need to realize this. The next time you watch an NFL game, take a look at the size of the players. And then times that by 100, what it actually looks like that Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. If you're just a regular average Joe and Josephine, if you ever went on an NFL field and said, oh, my goodness, look at that size. Jesus Christ, they're that fast. You don't realize what these guys go through. And they know what they signed up for. Not making excuses for it. But at the same time, it is an unsafe sport. That's the beauty of the NFL. That lack of safety that at any given time, an injury or somebody could get hurt. That's always been the beauty of sports like the NFL when boxing used to be king in this country. So the next time somebody says, hey, Lamar, you're going to keep getting hurt running that way. Remember how many injuries Harry Douglas listed 10 minutes ago about Joe Burrow, who's not the running quarterback that Lamar Jackson is and always will be. But yet he has suffered seven injuries being more of a pocket quarterback than Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Freddie, my first eye-opening experience happened in a football game when we played at the time I was with the Atlanta Falcons, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I wasn't even looking at the play, but it sounded like a car crash. Mm -hmm. It was Dante Robinson, our corner, sitting backside in cover two. And Deshaun Watson caught a shallow route. And next thing you heard, it was a complete car crash. Both of them got knocked out of the game. And I said, oh, my goodness. Boy, I don't want to get hit like that. (laughs) I don't want to get hit like that. And I went across the middle a lot of times, but uh, I ain't want to get hit like that ever. Yeah, two words, duck and cover, and no one's going to blame you. <laughs> Sometimes you got to make business decisions because you the NFL owners it. have already made those decisions for their business at the expense of your business. Who is the most, most cursed franchise in pro sports? And what do you think about the Bengals not having Joe Burrow for the rest of the season? Freddie and Harry can't wait to hear from you in the Dr. Pepper call on the line at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Your thoughts on the Bengals and no Joe Burrow the rest of the year out for the season with a torn ligament in his right wrist. And what is the most cursed franchise in pro sports? You take over the nation next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 
Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Monday. I'll tell you why a Chiefs win on Monday night means the AFC playoffs will go through Arrowhead once again. It's unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. Can't tie me down. Put your loving on me, baby. Put your loving on me, baby. On this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on SiriusXM Channel 80, as well as telling you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And also thanks to AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, out for the year with a torn ligament in his right wrist. His coach, Zach Taylor, said, of course we're going to miss him, but now it's time to rally around Jake Browning. So that's the news, and, and – uh you know, just talking to guys on the team, uh, excited to rally around Jake. And we've got a lot of great players on this team. And so um, excited to see this team really band together for these last seven weeks and, and find a way, you know. And so uh, we're excited for that opportunity, but obviously disappointed for Joe. I love the fact, Harry, that he says he's excited for the opportunity. There are better ways to talk about being excited for an opportunity and not lose the soul of your football team when it comes to Joe Burrow, your quarterback in Cincinnati. Oh, 100%. And I'll say this about Jake Browning. He actually surprised me when he came in the, in the football game. In what way? Uh, the, his very first pass, of the, his very first play of the game was a pass, okay. and it was a nice throw on a rollout. And then he had another third down, a hell of a pass that he made to a wide receiver, and the receiver dropped it okay. that could have extended that drive. So it was the fact that as soon as he came into the football game, he was throwing that thing. He was throwing that peel. So I was like, okay, they, they, they got some confidence in Jake Browning. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network, he just reported 15 minutes ago, Pro Bowl tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, Mark Andrews, suffered a cracked fibula and an ankle ligament injury. That's what sources said after the MRI just came down about 15 minutes ago. It's still believed to be a long-term injury, as the team said. The Ravens will consult with Dr. Robert Anderson in Charlotte next week for more information. But according to Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network, Mark Andrews, Pro Bowl tight end of the Baltimore Ravens, suffered a cracked fibula and an ankle ligament injury in last night's game. That's what sources told him after the MRI about 15 minutes ago. Know all about Dr. Bob Anderson in Charlotte. Seen oh, yeah? him plenty of times. He's the best uh, foot doctor it is out there to, to, to figure out, you know, what exactly do you have and your next steps moving forward. But that's a huge loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, no doubt but about I, that. But I will say this, and – Mark Andrews can't be replaced because he is Lamar Jackson's security blanket. He is Lamar Jackson's number number one wide receiver, even though he's a tight end. But Isaiah Likely, that's a reason why you draft a guy like him out of mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kolar, that's a reason why you draft a guy like him out of Iowa State. Those two guys moving forward, they're going to have to step up tremendously. But I would also say that's another reason why you go out there and get an Odell Beckham Jr. Absolutely. You draft a Zay Flowers. Uh, you, you don't plan on these situations happen but if your guy number one tight end who, who's been phenomenal for you since uh getting to baltimore goes down yeah. now you have a backup plan with those wide receivers that you brought in and then you hoping you're hoping that isaiah likely you know emerges as a young star tight end in this football league as well you mentioned lamar jackson those two came in together at the same time and they've been able to be that combination that has worked well 34 touchdown catches 34 touchdowns between both of those two since they both entered the league and Lamar Jackson this to say about not having Mark Andrews potentially for the rest of the year when they lost the game last night that's very tough bro that's the guy who I you know entered the league with you know we've been 
bread and butter, peanut butter and jelly, whatever you want to call it. But that's very tough because that's my boy. That's like receiver one sometimes. And for him to go out first quarter, you know, and he's been having a remarkable year. Man, war of attrition takes on a whole new meaning, especially in the last 48 hours in the AFC North. Yeah, it did. Like, you you have a ton of injuries in that conference. And I will say this. I knew the Mark Andrews injury was serious. Mm -hmm. How Lamar Jackson ran over to his aid when he was down on that football field. Like, Lamar Jackson ran over there. Like, basically, hey, man, you all right? What's what's going on? But that's how you know that quarterback loves that man that he came in with that's been his tight end uh, since entering the National Football League and meant so much to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, as much as we know about Joe Burrow's injury and how that is catastrophic, when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals, Deshaun Watson looked like he was finally getting right for the Cleveland Browns. He's out for the year. But that is an injury that will go under the radar that could really decide things and not just in the AFC North, but maybe in the AFC. If you're Lamar Jackson, no matter what has gone on, Odell Beckham Jr. was tremendous last night. Rashawn, and he and he and he left the game with a shoulder with injury. With a shoulder injury. So at least and he got Ronnie 10 Stanley days. Right. already didn't play right. at left tackle for him. Exactly. So you're hoping that you got enough guys, but sometimes when everybody knows the ball's going to go to that guy and you can't stop it anyway, that's where Mark Andrews comes in. When you know 89 is going to run his route for the Baltimore Ravens, man, we got to keep an eye on him. And he still makes a play anyway. Everybody else is going to benefit from that. That's a seismic effect when it comes to a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's had that kind of relationship with Mark Andrews since they got into the league. You know what Mark Andrews did for me. That game I called when they played the Browns mm-hmm. the first time, he went up and climbed Atlanta and caught that football. Yeah. He made me believe white man can jump. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He is Harry Douglas. <laughs> I'm Freddie Cohen on this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. We turn our attention to college football, and Michigan fired their linebackers coach today. Does that have anything to do with – we'll dive into that. Another college football matters next. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.